Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hi, and welcome to the 341st episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. I'm Kyle Barton. I'm here with my co-host, Sean Wisniewski and Mark Hicks. Today, we're asking Anthony Moray's The Five Questions. Well, let's uh, let's start off. Um, uh, so how did you get into woodworking? Oh, well, um, I guess the inception uh, when I was a kid and, um, you know, working with my dad. My dad was a really good uh, hobby woodworker and um, he I reluctantly had to help him, <laughs> um, which uh, back then I wasn't too appreciative, uh, made a lot for a lot of miserable Saturday mornings. Hmm. Um, but, uh, now, you know, now in my later stages of life, uh, I'm, I'm really appreciative of that experience. And, and I find it funny. I like, I was like, not so in, I guess I, I don't know I wasn't in tune with it or I was, I was, you know, like I said, I was very reluctant, but I, I find myself in situations in, in woodworking and I recall like, Oh, this is what my dad did. I remember him doing this and mm-hmm. Kind of you know way ways to solve a problem, so um, that, that's where I guess it started. Uh, like planted the seed. Um, then I really you know was more of sort of like just handyman type of stuff. I was um, you know would fix things around the house or you know my wife needed something I kind of can can put it together. Um, but it wasn't until I um, this is when we were living in an apartment. Um, but when we bought our first house, our own our, our house we live in now um is when I, I really got into woodworking because i wanted to build a bench and uh i started uh, just doing some research and it took me into this like rabbit hole of fine woodworking and and joinery and and uh just the, the whole world and it's um I guess, you know, going into pandemic and and not having to go to work every day, although I'm still working, I'm working from home. I and I do have to attend meetings and I have to, you know, there, there are a lot of stuff I a lot of stuff I need to do. Um, but I'm still at home and it afforded me time to jump in and shop and, and sort of just afforded all this time, extra time to research and really dive deep into in, into fine woodworking. And mm-hmm. and I, I think that's where. Uh, that's how it it all began. Fantastic. Well, do you still have anything that your uh, dad made? Um, I have his uh, his actually his uh, toolbox, his tool tote that he made out of wood, um, which is great because I, I love that. I you know that was still in in his shop in my mom's basement because um, uh-huh. that is like the one thing I remember that he used to pull out of the trunk and it had all his tools in it and he'd carry it into a job. Um, and, and we would, you know, go to work. Um, mm-hmm. when I say carried into a job, he wasn't a, a professional woodworker, but on, he was very proficient. And on the weekends, I, I remember a couple times having to go with him aside from working on our own house and doing renovations. Um, there was like this, uh, a doctor when we were really young that hired my dad to redo his basement, do a full renovation, a couple Saturdays were spent in, in this guy's, you know, big, beautiful home and my dad doing all the renovations, doing like some, you know, wood paneling and, and molding and all this. And so I do have his, his, um, his, his wooden 
tool tote, which is, is great. And, uh, cool. and, a, and a couple of his tools, which mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Really cool. No, it's so, really cool. I mean, the, sorry, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, go ahead, Sean. No, I was just going to say, like, it's funny because I was building those, you know, uh, planner boxes, you know, over the weekend and cutting these boards up. And I'm like, hey, kids, I want to help. I want to help. You know, and my my oldest, I mean, he's 17. And I was like, can you just get the drill and start pre-drilling these butt joints? Like, just just look over there. I just need the space like this, like this. And you can see the hesitation on his eyes. I mean, it's that typical kid you know, doing this thing. And, and, and I did have the thought, I'm like, maybe this will like, I hope they reflect on what I've done. They've seen me do a bunch <laughs> right. of stuff. I really hope they, they will in adult life, go back going like, Oh, I totally saw dad do this. Like, I know this because I grew up with a DIY dad. I, I plumb, I electrical, I do all the, the, the home craft stuff that my dad did when, when I was growing up. And, and it, it, it totally has a potential to inspire who knows if it will, but mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's, it's a super cool thing. Anyway, fuck. Yeah, I, I think every time you doubt your impulse to say, hey, kids, come here and help me with this, <laughs> just just tell yourself, yeah, you're going to hate this now, but you're going to really like it later. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and that's there the was way it a is. I used to when... hate all that stuff. I used to yeah. hate helping my dad with all those things. Yeah, and now and... I, do, I do it all now because I learned it from him. Yeah. yeah, and and, uh, and it happened. Yeah. We, I'm I'm using like short screws because who the hell cares? It's gonna be setting on the ground, you know, whatever. It has like an half, half inch of engagement into a three quarter inch board. It should be enough, but you can't rack it greatly. And we're carrying them in and putting them on this pile. Dude, you can't do that. And it like one of them twisted and fell off the corner, and the the joint blew out. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking for a longer screw or something like this. I'm like, I'm doing it. He just left. <laughs> oh, he was he was done. You and ruined like, his work. I did. I'm like, it's gonna be okay. It really is gonna be okay. And he he came around. You know, it's fine. But it, like like like, what did I do? And like, well, you were blah blah blah. I'm like, no, it's 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 it happens. And I understand why it happens. And it's okay that it happened. We can get through this. It's gonna be okay. But yeah, one of those things. Like. It is. It is a little bit nerve, you know, you know, nervous, you know, nerving. I guess is the word. Uh, you know, like, ugh, why? You know, but hopefully they're picking it up. You know, I I built the kid a room. He better know a little bit about what I did. You know, in the future, he saw me laying floorboard and trimming windows and and doing these things. Like that's a useful skill. He'll remember. Mm-hmm. He'll remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he'll remember that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty years from now, you'll be sitting around the Thanksgiving table with him and his mm-hmm. family, and uh-huh. he'll reminisce and say, "Remember that winter when Dad killed the bees?" <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it, it's like it's and and I'm in my I'm in my I'm in my basement, but I can see. But my dad was an electrician, so you know it. He he has done very detailed electrical work in my house. He ran the power yeah. to that new room. And so I can look up and see his handiwork and know that he did it. You know, yeah, I could muddle through it, but I know he's the expert on it. So I expect kind of the same. Like if there's a project that comes up, maybe you'll have questions and it'll come to me because I've done a lot of those things, you know, in the past. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's all good. Anyway, yeah. sorry I got off topic. but. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Anthony, um, this one, is, this next question has two parts. Uh, the first one is, what is your favorite tool? And the second one is, what's a good starter knife, Japanese starter knife that's, you know, carbon steel? And it could be the same answer. I don't know. 
<laughs> because uh, we're, rarely do we have someone with your expertise and exposure to that to that world. Absolutely. And uh, I liked kitchen tools as well as woodworking. Right. Oh, my wife got me a I, I love her. It's an inexpen- inexpensive knife set for Christmas this year because she noticed I always honed the knives mm-hmm. before I cut them. I didn't have the heart to tell her that I don't do that because they're bad knives. I do that because it's just good to keep a fresh edge. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go on. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, that, that one's uh, pretty easy. The first one's uh, the second one is pretty easy uh, as far as a good starter knife. Um, I, I think probably, and, and now I've been into a bunch of different Japanese knives and they've grown exponentially in, in price over the years as as my expertise has risen um but i tell you what my first night the first knife i bought um is still my favorite knife and it's uh it's a quality knife and it's a company called misono um japanese knife um beautiful i got it in the carbon steel it comes in a they they offer it in i think probably now like four or five different metals um but wow. i got the high carbon steel um uh-huh it's it's like stained it's it's um it's it's got it, it it shows it has like some some age on it um but that edge is as i put a mirror finish on that with my water stones so it keeps an edge holds an edge and it's uh it's still my favorite knife and it's not a it's not a terribly expensive brand to to buy and it's one if you get into it you'll it'll last you your whole life for great, sure great <clears throat> Now, for uh, the first part of the question, the my favorite tool in the wood shop, um, I, I put a lot of thought into this, and I, I think there's well, two two parts to the answer. Um, because of nostalgia, uh, obviously, I think you know my my favorite tool. One of the favorite tools is uh, one of my dad's saws, uh, just because it brings me back. Um, it's an old Richardson saw. I don't know if you guys know Richardson Brothers. I don't um, know that. It's it was like the competitor of the Distin Company back hundred oh, years. Oh ago. yeah, yeah. You know, okay. you say yeah. that. I think I do have one. And, uh, they were made in where I was born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. Was the Richardson Brother uh, Saw Company. Uh, so I have that, and the the saw is over a hundred years old. Uh, it was my dad. It might have been my grandfather's, um, but it's. It's it's beautiful. You can still make out the etching where it says Richardson Brothers mm-hmm. Jersey. It has the medallion. Uh, it's just a it's a beautiful tool. I actually uh, use it to to cut um, I, when I was making my riving break. So I, I put a picture of it up on Instagram. Um, the saw. Uh, so it's it's there. So that's one for nostalgia. Um, the other one now um, is because of you know my. Um, my zealous kind of fall into chair making uh, is I I bought the ads made by Maddie Sears, which was John Brown's son. And, yeah, I saw that uh, on your Instagram. That's nice. Oh, man, the thing is, it's not only is the tool beautiful, but just the whole meaning of, and what um, Chris Williams' book and then subsequently John Brown's book um, meant to me and how it, it kind of just like spoke to me and I've been captivated by it and the Welsh uh, stick chair. I feel like there's owning the tool, you know, that Matty Sears made made tools for his dad, for John Brown. 
And now I have something handmade by him also in my collection and using it. It just has this like great energy to it and, uh, and a, a, a higher meaning than what the simple tool is in, in itself. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's, that's very, very cool. Um, the, the Richardson song, just real quick, uh, a rip or cross cut? Uh, it's a rip. Okay. Uh, how aggressive? Um, four, I think it's, uh, uh yeah, four or five TPI. That's a big four, one. Four and a half it says actually four and a half TPI. Okay. There you go. I have, I have an old distant five, uh, or it's a distant eight, but it's a five TPI yeah. rip. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, those are, those are nice. Those are nice, right? Beautiful. They have a couple. It's just stuff. great to, great to just do the rough, that rough cut. I mean, quick cutting because it's yeah. so aggressive. Yeah, it it is. It's nice. It's nice not not to have to you know search out for an extension and plug something in and then. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so. It's what I mean. It, it takes it takes honing your skills, but hand hand tool working really has its its place in that. Like yeah, I mean, I work in a basement with very few outlets to my disposal you know uh-huh. and if i can set something down and work with it with with something that i don't have to plug in i'm way happier yes yeah for sure and it i mean it takes some it takes some practice you know mm-hmm. and, uh you know you get frustrated I, i'm like well you know in the beginning oh I pick up a saw I'll cut this line straight down boom i'm like what? man it's not that easy to cut a straight line if you're not you know you don't have to build that muscle memory and and the, and the practice and that uh, you know it takes me back to to cooking you know and how when you know slicing through something you know there's a certain way and you know, to get precision cuts uh whether you're cutting uh you know you dicing which we don't call it even dicing it you know even finer we call it manic when we manicure a shallot and it's like all the different individual pieces of shallot are perfect squares you know oh like it, takes, it takes time to uh, and what i mean time like years of <laughs> shallots you know to get those perfect cuts you know to, that that refinement that you can use to finish a dish you know when you're selling a dish for you know exorbitant amounts of money mm-hmm so, Crazy. So, so who has influenced you the most in woodworking? Um, I would have to say um, the 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 one class I took, and I think I explained in the previous episode that um, you know I searched out the best, like I did with cooking and my career in cooking. Uh, I wanted to work for the best chefs in the industry. I, I you know searched out the best woodworker that was accessible to me, and uh, I came across. Uh, Brian Holcomb in, in Princeton, New Jersey, and he's just uh, this. He's a master. It's like a, a master artisan, uh, and you know, super nice as well. You know, he kind of when I showed up, uh, I guess you know, was used to having people with a certain amount of experience, um, which I'm not inexperienced, but I just you know, to the to the life of fine woodworking, I was kind of inexperienced, and um, just uh, he's just a, a great guy. And, and showed me, you know, taught me a lot, and uh, he's still a, a critical resource in my development. As I reach out to him about finishes, about you know tools and techniques, and uh, just an overall great guy with you know an amazing amount of talent. So cool. if you're uh, if you're looking for him on Instagram, he's B P Holcomb, and that's spelled H O L C O M B E. Oh, right. man, yeah. can't so. can't tell that by hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, we um, we actually have a Holcomb Road here in Houston that's pretty big. So <laughs> Main <laughs> Avenue. <Brian. so> <laughs> but yeah, yeah if you're looking is. for him, that's how you find him. And he's got a web page full of great stuff too. So mm-hmm. um, oh, very cool. So what? You know, you found somebody that's uh, that's kind of been your mentor. What what's been your stumbling block? Uh, I, my stumbling block. I, I would have to say my stumbling block now is probably just time. Time to work. Time. And uh, you know, like probably like most people, uh, it's time. Um, you know, even though I'm working from home, um, I'm actually pretty busy, and it's just a, a little more challenging. I, I also have small children. I mean, altogether, all I have four sons. Um, uh, one of them not living here anymore. Uh, the other one's old enough to do his own thing, but I have two small uh, sons, one in preschool and one in kindergarten. And with this virtual learning, my uh, wife, yeah. it's kind of left me to be the, uh, the lead, the lead parent. And in between that, you know, with virtual school and with, uh, with meetings for work, it's my challenge is time to, to get into the shop to, to do things. So I'm often like logging them in. I'll run into the shop. <laughs> I'll cut something. I'll, I'll measure something out, leave it, go back in another half hour later. I'll run back in there and cut it or, you know, um, just try to sneak in as much time as I can. But uh, time would probably be the biggest stumbling block uh, because I, I think they're uh, otherwise, you know, I, um, you know, you just have to, you, you have to just take the dive and and do it. And I don't have much experience, but I try to 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 treat it like as I do in my job as a, as a chef. As a chef, like I'm, you know, the leader. People look up to me to to lead the kitchens. I, you know, I feel I have to like butcher something. You know, I'll jump in and I have to show them. Or if I have to, you know, create a plate, uh, you know, I'll just come up and with my own idea and you know, the plate is my canvas and I'll here here you go. This is how we should do it. Boom. So same thing. I take the same approach to woodworking where I'm just, well, let me just dive in and, and, and do this. And, uh, some of that, you know, mentality I, I read about from John Brown and maybe that's why, uh, I've, you know, found like such a kind of, I don't want to say connection cause I didn't know the man, but, um, sort of, you know, this, um, this likeness where he didn't really work from plans or anything. He'd look at it and like, okay, this angle looks right and just go for it and do it and uh and get things done so you know that's i I think people um just like what mark was saying before you know get in there and start cutting just just do it just get in there Mm -hmm. exactly no so i i mean that that time thing is obviously super important i'm I'm the same kind of way like i know i i'm currently working from home and my, my kids are in high school so it's not so bad with the the remote learning and actually this week Thankfully, they were back in school. Um, but, uh, but it's weird because now, now I have a really quiet house. You know, it's weird. I'm the only one left. But um, but it's still the same thing. Like, you know, in, in the post-work pre-bedtime hours, I've got little to do that isn't uh, taking care of myself. I'm exercising and then like food, you know, some involvement with food prep for the me- during the evening and and if I can get 15 minutes, it's golden. Like, you know, and how much can you do in that time? Well, it all depends on what you're doing and what you're planning and all that other stuff. So, yeah, that's a, I think that's a super common thread. <laughs> I tell it's, you what, it sounds Don, very familiar to me. Uh huh. 
sometimes it just feels good. Like if you have that 15 minutes, I, I just feel good. I love, I, I just, I love the way I set up my own shop in my garage and how I displayed my tools and, and, and the look of it. Sometimes the 15 minutes of just going in there and staring at it. I literally pulled out a card scraper just the other day, just, and it totally not woodworking. It's a rocket, you know, it's fine, but some epoxy drip and just being able to like go on some epoxy, like it was was the best, you know, it's just like, I did something. I know I did something, you know, it's something that I can't get to all the time, but it was like time away and it was, it was great. Yeah. It's uh and productive at that point. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy just like putting tools away. And that is, yeah, that come out to the shop. I have like 10 minutes. I just, I just like put a few things away. And the shop looks better when I leave, and it's relaxing, and I feel like, oh, I, I just made this place better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's definitely something I think a lot of people could improve on, including myself. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't do it while I'm working. I have to come out for just ten minutes and spend a whole the dedicated ten minutes to do it. But uh, right. yeah, when it happens, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, lo- I love that. I have to admit, I'm a little bit anal. Um, maybe it's because of working in kitchens, but I, I like the order and I like the cleanliness. So I, I don't mind, and I love you know turning on the shop back and putting the tools back. And I when I hang my chisels on the wall, I have to make sure that the, the names are all facing the same way. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Crazy. All right. So, uh, who or how has the internet influenced your work? <laughs> well, I am the internet. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. <laughs> aren't we all uh, now? <laughs> um, I, I think I don't know. The, in, the internet is uh, is a, a a fabulous resource. I mean, I think it's influenced my work and kind of the direction that it's put me on. Um, where if it wasn't, I um, probably relying on books, I probably would get there, but probably slower. And I think another great influence of the internet is um, the aspect of you get to see, uh, learn more about design, and you see what you know. So many other people are out there doing, and um, could spark an idea or give you um, some kind of a direction. And if you're not scared, I try not to. I, you know, it's like when I'm cooking a dish, I, I don't. You know, I don't, I'm not following a recipe. I'm, I'm cooking from experience and knowledge. Um, I, I kind of the same way I want to do with woodworking um, is, although I'm less experienced, but I'm not, like I said before, I'm not um, scared to kind of take that leap and, and try it and, um, and, and see how it works. So uh, I think, you know, getting into away from following a plan and being able to come up with your own design um, through some things, through influences you see on the internet is, is a big help. Um, and that's a, gr- a great resource for that. Absolutely. Oh, sorry about that. I was on mute. Ah. No, I got a dog that's just begging me to uh, take her outside. So I'm trying to calm her down here. But uh, anyway, so, uh, so uh, Anthony, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Um, well, I'm uh, at Chef Marias. That's uh, Chef M-O-R-A-E-S on Instagram and uh, Anthony Marias on Facebook. 
And Mark, what about yourself? Uh, you can find me on the blog at played11.com or at markbuildsit on Instagram or played11woodworking on YouTube. Kyle? Uh, you can always find me at barton.kyle on Instagram or Kyle Barton on YouTube. Sean, what about yourself? I am most everywhere except YouTube at Sean W78 or just my natural name at Facebook. I'm not cool like the other guys on YouTube. And that just about wraps it up for this show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. And while you're there, please leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram at MWA underscore podcast. And if you'd like to support the podcast, go over to patreon.com slash MWA podcast. But the best thing you can do is tell a friend. Word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussion.